In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis as the funding rates echo a $69,000 Bitcoin price action. And quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, money existed before the state. Bitcoin separates money from state. Bitcoin will kill the state. Also breaking news, the CBOE to launch both a Bitcoin and Ethereum margin futures trading in January, already with 11 firms supporting it. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin institutional inflows top $1 billion in 2023 amid the ongoing Bitcoin supply squeeze. We'll also be discussing the number of Bitcoin millionaire wallets literally tripled this year in 2023. Where my Bitcoin millionaires at? Make some noise. We'll We'll also be discussing Bitcoin about to go supersonic and recapture $60,000 a lot sooner than many anticipate, according to this top analyst. We'll also be discussing the spot Bitcoin ETF approval can literally come this week, according to the experts, as the window is open until the 17th, giving us four more days to make it happen. We'll also be discussing what will the Bitcoin price action be after the Bitcoin BlackRock ETF and the Bitcoin halving in 2024. I'll be breaking down these predictions from the top asset managers in the world. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Net. Welcome. And what we're going to do, we're going to dive into our market watch as we do each and every day. Let's check out some of these charts. Uh, we can see Bitcoin currently correcting and in the red, trading just under that 37,000 level, which we have been holding. But this is a little bit of a consolidate uh, consolidation after that pump we had had when we try to break 38,000. I think we're likely to regain some momentum and retest. We have Ether in the green uh, trading back above $2,100. And as they say, when in doubt, zoom out. And if we take a look at the 30-day, we got Bitcoin now up almost 38% since Mr. Kramer said, Mr. Bitcoin's going down. Thank God for inverse Kramer, right? We also have Ether up almost 36%, BNB up almost 20%, XRP up 34%, Cardano up almost 50%, and then we have Solana up a whopping 150% like whoa and checking out coinmarketcap.com we're sitting at uh, 1.41 trillion with just under 60 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with a bit uh with the volume up almost 23 percent bitcoin dominance on the decline now at 50.9 percent after capturing 53 about a week ago we also have the ethereum dominance on the climb at 17.9 percent all thanks to that black rock etf filing for ethereum and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours. We got FXS leading the pack of 15% trading at $7.77, followed by BitGet up 13% trading above 55 cents, followed by Maker up almost 13% trading just above $1,430. And checking out Crypto Bubbles so we can kind of see the greater ethos in the market right now and it shows us on the daily makers leading the pack up there up 13 percent along with fxs up 14 percent and bitget up 13 and a half percent and if we zoom out for the month 
holy moly, virtually every single coin in the top 100 is in the green for the month, many of which are up over a whopping 100%. Can you say alt season? Even the scam token of FTX, the FTT coins up a whopping 226%, which is insanity. Lots of DGENs out there. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 72 greed, yesterday a 73, last week a 74, and last month, a 47, which is neutral. So there you have it, my crypto fam. How many of you are currently bullish on the market, especially with Bitcoin or any of the alts? Please do let me know. Now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and discuss the five things to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week. Like I said, we have a lot of content to share with you in today's show. First and foremost on the list, funding rates flash a warning with the Bitcoin price stuck at 37 G's, baby. That's right, the Bitcoin weekly closed at a new 18-month high on November 12th, but what followed was not the gain seen after the other recent closes. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. During the Asia trading session, Bitcoin instead fell below 37,000, sticking firmly to the trading range in place throughout the weekend. And quoting Credible Crypto here, open interest has ramped right back up off the lows, which means more positions to squeeze out. He also gives a target of 36.6 for a potential local low. We're not too far from right now, a few hundred bucks away. But another post adding to Bitcoin was very close to further upside. We got so close. Encountering the optimism, we have another analyst, Thomas Car uh, Crowlow, who shared, Bitcoin's funding rates are at the highest level since the last all-time high. And quoting Coin Glass and Dan Crypto Trades, pretty elevated levels of funding rates across the board. And even though this isn't always an immediate reason for a flush, ideally this goes back to normal after some more ranging. Good to note that during strong uptrends, this can stay this way for weeks or even months. Now, quoting another analyst here, this value suggests that the optimism is prevailing in the market, driving a higher number of future contracts to bet on an increase in the price. That's coming from CryptoQuant. They also shared this setup is dangerous as it can demonstrate excessively bullish sentiment in a price contraction, which can trigger a cascade of liquidations. So be very careful trading with leverage. The next thing to watch out for in the Bitcoin market this week, CPI comes amid the fresh US government, shut down turmoil. That's right due November 14th for the month of October. That is tomorrow. The CPI print is keenly watching by inflation monitors with the PPI following the day later. I'll keep you up to date with that. Quoting the Kabisi letter, important week for inflation and the Fed. Key events this week, number one, October CPI inflation data on Tuesday, October PPI inflation data Wednesday, retail sales data on Wednesday, Philly Fed manufacturing data on Thursday, building permit its data on Friday and a total of 14 Fed speaker events. So this is a pretty significant week uh, in the markets. Now, uh, quoting SKU Analytics, CPI and PPI is coming week, CPI Tuesday the 14th and PPI Wednesday the 15th. Expectations for a considerable decline of entrenched inflation with less inflation expected. Let me know if you agree or disagree with these analysts. The next thing to watch out for in the market this week, altcoins are in focus as crypto capital inflows return. That's right. Buyer interest forms a key item on the list for a bull market comeback. And an about turn in inflows is already attracting mainstream attention. Quoting the Kabisi letter here, for the first time in nine years, the crypto markets are beginning to see tons of new liquidity. They also point out here that's a 75% jump in one year while Bitcoin is up 120% 
over the last year. Not too shabby from the Bitcoin cycle lows of 15.6, which we hit in the fourth quarter of last year. Now, this comes after years of consistent outflows from crypto markets. One thing we have seen multiple times in the past, a return of liquidity always causes historic moves in crypto. Stock Money Lizard says altcoins are flying. It will be epic. Do you think the alt season is already amongst us or do you think we have some time before that? Let me know. And quoting CryptoCon, I think it is now very likely the altcoins have already bought them for the cycle and those who did nothing will have to buy higher. He also shares, imagine being told, ignore the altcoins at their bottoms and only buy Bitcoin, which is already up. That's happened this year. 2024 is coming. The altcoins are ready to get even stronger. So there you have it. And you're looking at the Bitcoin percentage of market cap dominance chart right here on your screen. Next up in the market, uh, watch out for GBTC discount passes to year lows. This is a yardstick for a return of Bitcoin to the mainstream spotlight. Despite the absence of retail interest, it is large institutional investment vehicle. We know GBTC is the largest Bitcoin hodler in the world, currently controlling over 600,000 BTC. GBTC traded with an implied share price higher than Bitcoin in the past, but the past two years has seen the premium become a discount, which at one point neared 50%. And right now to the NAV, it's just 10.3%, which is its smallest since August of 2021. Quoting on-chain analyst William Clemente, looks like the market is pricing in very high probability a Bitcoin ETF approval at this point. I think that's a given, just a matter of time, as Grayscale continues to petition to gain the right to convert their GBTC product into a spot. Bitcoin ETF. The next factor to keep your eyes out on this week, crypto investors, stay greedy. There is no ignoring the desire to squeeze profit after a record long crypto bear market and with Bitcoin now up 120% on the year. This continues to be aptly displayed by the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, which is a classic market sentiment gauge, which we cover here each and every day on the show. And while not at its extreme levels just yet, the index unequivocally shows that the average crypto investor is nearing a state of irrational exuberance with the fear and greed standing at 72 out of 100 and having hit 74 out of 100 in November. So there you have it, fam. And quoting Max Kaiser, the high priest of Bitcoin, money existed before the state. Bitcoin separates money from the state and Bitcoin will kill the state. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with some of this technical analysis. And I'd love to know by a show of hands, how many of you currently bullish on the King Crypto? We have lots to cover. So without further ado, let's dive into our next story of the day, plus a bonus story because breaking news just in, we're going to touch upon this. I just saw this article right before I went live. The CBOE to officially launch a Bitcoin and Ethereum margin futures trading platform in January would already 11 firms supporting it. Again, breaking news just in. The CBOE Digital announced the launch date of Bitcoin and Ether margin futures trading. More futures. This is another line in the sand that the spot Bitcoin ETF is a done deal. Just saying. The regulated crypto native exchange and clearinghouse will become the first in the US to offer both spot and leverage derivatives trading on a single platform. Margin trading increases capital efficiency by allowing customers to trade futures without posting the full collateral. The ability to carry out spot and derivative trading on the same platform will also increase the efficiency. Quoting the CBOE digital president, John Palmer. We believe derivatives will foster additional liquidity and hedging opportunities in crypto and represent the next critical step in the markets. 
continued growth. Now, the CBOE Digital provides trading for individuals and institutions. 11 firms, including crypto traditional financial firms, will support the new capability from the launch. They include B2C2, BlockFills, Cumberland, DRW, Talos, amongst others. So there you have it. More futures incoming. And we all know derivatives is a financial weapon of mass destruction, quoting Warren uh, Buffett. Now for our next story of the day, Bitcoin institutional inflows top a billion dollars this year amid the ongoing Bitcoin supply squeeze. That's right. The institutional investment vehicles for Bitcoin have seen over a billion dollars in new inflows in less than 60 days. In the latest report on November 13th, crypto asset management firm CoinShares further uh, noted the narrative that Bitcoin and alts are again attracting the capital. That's right. Crypto institutional products, assets under management ramp up 99%. Year to date, let's go. Bitcoin and Ether, as well as some other alts, are enjoying price gains as excitement over the possible approval of the US spot ETF continues to grow. Since November of last year, the total crypto market cap increased by 600 billion, according to TradingView, as you can see in this chart. Now, the past two months have seen a precipitous increase in funds being deployed to crypto investment products, according to CoinShares, quoting them here in this report. Digital asset investment products saw inflows totaling 293 million last week, bringing this seven-week run of inflows past the U.S. $1 billion mark, leaving year-to-date inflows at $1.14 billion, making it the third highest yearly inflows on record. And among the impressive statistics showing crypto's uh, renaissance in 2023 is assets under management, which is a tally for crypto ETPs. Since the start of the year, this had uh, practically doubled, gaining nearly 10% in the past week alone on fire, quoting CoinShares. At US $44.3 billion, the total AUM is now at the highest since the major crypto fund failures in May of 2022. And the report added that those aiming to long Bitcoin had taken the lion's share of volume. Quoting the report again, Bitcoin saw inflows totaling 240 million last week, pushing year-to-date inflows to over a billion. And while short Bitcoin saw only 7 million of outflows, indicative of continued positive sentiment in the market. So there you go. So this is what adoption looks like. Let's discuss it. The renewest Uh, The renewed interest, meanwhile, spurred on-chain analytics firm Glassnode to reassess the Bitcoin supply dynamics. With the next block subsidy having only five months away, Bitcoin being ferreted away for storage is now outpacing the amount mined by 2.4 times, as shown on the week on-chain, as they reveal here. The fourth halving event is fast approaching, representing an important fundamental, technical, and philosophical milestone for Bitcoin. For investors, it is also an area of intrigue giving the impressive return profile in prior cycles. And amongst the various charts, one showed Bitcoin supply storage by the long-term hodlers, entities holding coins for 155 days or more. Where my long-term hodlers at? Make some noise in that live chat. And quoting Philip Swift, he shared the following. This is what adoption looks like. Amen. And you can see the chart right here. Numbers don't lie. Just massive momentum as we continue, as hodlers continue hodling, doing their damn thing. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know how many of you are pretty, pretty positive about what's coming as we enter the midway point of Moonvember and as we enter the holiday season. What do you think Santa is going to bring us and deliver us as far as Bitcoin price action is concerned? Please do let me know. Hodl be thy name. All right. Without further ado, we do have so much more to cover. We discussed the 
supply squeeze slash supply shock. Now let's discuss the Bitcoin millionaire addresses literally tripling this year in 2023. And I think we're just getting started here personally. Here we go. The number of crypto wallet addresses holding more than a million worth of Bitcoin has more than tripled this year. Now, BitInfo Charts data shows the number of addresses with more than 1 million in Bitcoin increased from 23,795 on January 1st to 81,925 currently. That's what's up. A 237% increase in the past 11 months. Now, the millionaire wallets are not a one-to-one -one with individual users. we got to keep that in mind. As many addresses with more than $1 million of Bitcoin belong to crypto exchanges as well as financial institutions. Now, comparative data from Glassnode shows the number of addresses holding more than $1 million in Bitcoin peaked during the top of the last bull market in November of 2021, posting a record 112,573 addresses on November 9th of 2021, the day before Bitcoin notched its all time high of $69,000 November 10th of 2021, which was roughly two years from today, two years and three days. Crazy, right? Now, meanwhile, the number of so-called whole coiners, where my whole coiners at, wallets with a balance of at least one BTC has slightly uh, increased since the beginning of the year. Currently, there are just over a million such addresses, a 4% increase from 978,000 on January 1st. Now, the largest increase in whole coiners since 2018 occurred between April and December of last year, showing a strong accumulation trend despite a broader price decline resulting from a slew of high-profile crypto industry meltdowns. Bitcoin's currently changing hands at around that uh, $37,000 mark, up 38% over the past month. Bitcoin's price has been buoyed by market enthusiasm for multiple pending spot ETF products. Bloomberg ETF analysts claim there's a 90% chance that a spot Bitcoin ETF will be approved on or before January 10th, with many expecting a significant price rally to follow. Quoting ETF analyst James Safart right here, I've gotten a lot of questions regarding my current view on spot Bitcoin ETFs over the past couple of weeks. This is the first section of the note I put out yesterday with Eric Balchunas. And as they state here in purple, you can see in the rectangle box, we believe there is a 90% chance of approval by ARC's January 10th deadline. So keep that date on your calendar. Also note, there is a window of opportunity open right now until November 17th for the SEC to approve all the spot ETFs. And as he says here, a bunch of bad takes on this replies to this. Similar to the bad takes about the BlackRock language around forks, the SEC is a disclosure regulator, which means they make their filing disclose any potential risks to their investments. That's all this is. Nothing more and nothing less. Now, despite the market's bullish sentiment, not all analysts are convinced that a spot Bitcoin ETF approval will launch the next Bitcoin bull run. We have an analyst I've never heard of before by the name of Tina Tang who claimed that while an approval would be positive for the crypto industry, both Bitcoin and the wider macro landscape lack the required fundamentals to justify an all-out trend reversal. I disagree with this last analyst. I think even without the ETF approval, the Bitcoin halving will absolutely launch the most epic 2024 parabolic rally for the new bull cycle because the truth is ETFs and Wall Street don't, 
I mean, Bitcoin doesn't need ETFs or Wall Street. Wall Street and ETFs need Bitcoin, and I'm sticking to that. Let me know if you agree or disagree. Okay, next story of the day. We still got a lot to cover. Let's discuss a supersonic rally for the King Crypto to $60,000, shall we? According to this analyst right here, a trader who continues to build a following with timely Bitcoin calls thinks Bitcoin may rally to $60,000 per coin quite soon. Send it. Synonymous analyst Don Alt tells his half a million followers on X that Bitcoin can see furious rallies in the coming weeks. The analyst says Bitcoin's chart looks primed to go supersonic. Bring it. Quoting him here, I would love to be bearish, but how the frick would I, could I do that with a chart with like this? I'd rather risk some of my gains before I sell something that looks like it wants to go supersonic. Amen. We're at this weird point in the market cycle where I wouldn't be surprised if we were trading at $60,000 per Bitcoin in a month's time. I mean, look at the chart. Do you feel that bullish sentiment? Let me know in the chat, fam. Bitcoin with it trading at 37,000 means a surge towards Don Alt's target suggests gains of 60% in a short amount of time. Now, Don Alt also says that one tailwind could be to send Bitcoin flying is the hype surrounding potential approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF. However, he warns that should a Bitcoin ETF get approved, savvy traders might use that event to lock in their gains. As he shares here, the Bitcoin spot ETF play has been one of the easiest things to trade in recent history. The bulls were obviously not going to sell before the ETF and into the halving. And honestly, even most bears were not dumb enough to be bearish into a catalyst this obvious, except Peter Schiff, right? Now, once the ETF is through, it becomes difficult. It could be a sell the news event, but it could not be. I simply don't know. In a funny way, the longer this ETF decision takes, the higher prices probably go. Good point. Because until it actually hits, there are very few reasons to sell. In fact, I can't think of any legitimate viable reasons to sell. How about you guys? Now, the analyst also says the odds are not in the favor of the crypto bears who are still waiting for a Bitcoin dump all the way down to a new cycle low. I think that's pure insanity. Quoting him here, people out here still talking about 12,000. Bruh, Bitcoin is more likely to go to 100,000 here than it is to go back down to 12,000. And I think he makes a great point. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts. And without further ado, we we do have so much to share, so let's continue with where we just left off. Our next story of the day is discussing the Bitcoin ETF approval and everything related that you need to know right now. Now, Nate Garashi, uh, president of the ETF store and host of the ETF Prime podcast, wow, a dedicated ETF pod, there you go, has brought a light to critical juncture in the potential approval of the spot Bitcoin ETFs by the US SEC. Citing Bloomberg analyst James Safehart, Garashi's post on X underscores the narrow window currently open for the SEC to issue the 19B4 approval orders for a batch of spot ETFs until Friday, November 17th, so the clock is ticking. We have five days until that deadline, fam. Now, here's what he elaborated. The Spot Bitcoin ETF watch continues. Bloomberg, James Safehart, explains a small window is now open where the SEC can issue the 19B4 approval orders. He stressed the general belief that the SEC would prefer batch approved Spot Bitcoin ETFs to avoid showing favoritism is a highly competitive market. The consensus is that the SEC will batch approve the Spot Bitcoin ETFs because the agency wants to avoid avoid being perceived as playing kingmaker in an extremely high stakes and absurdly competitive market. So there you go. It might not just be BlackRock, but it may be a list 
of different ETFs being approved at that same time. Now, this time-sensitive window is critical because it precedes a phase where the new filings by issuers like Hashdex, Franklin Templeton, and GlobalX will enter public comment period starting November 17th. This development would prevent their inclusion in any immediate batch approval process. Quoting him again, the window to approve all these 12 filings will close November 17th because that is when issuers who filed later than the others, such as Hashdex and Franklin Templeton and GlobalX, will enter their public comment period, at which point the SEC simply isn't going to approve them until that period is over, which is in early January. And again, that January date is January 10th. Now, Garassi further clarified the distinction between 19B4 approval orders and the SEC approvals of each issuer's registration statement. While the former is a procedural step allowing ETFs to list and trade, the latter is more significant for the actual launch of these ETFs. He emphasized the SEC would still need to approve each issuer's registration statement, which is much more important to actual launch timing and likely to come at a later date. And by the way, another factor to consider, here is a possible government shutdown later this week, he concluded, adding another layer of intrigue around a possible approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF this week. Now, Bitcoin pundit Alessandro provided additional context, noting that critical dates in the SEC's decision-making process till November 17th were in an eight-day window, now maybe four or five days, where the SEC could approve them all. November 17th is the deadline for the latest two applications, which is for Hashdex and Franklin Templeton, and November 21st for the 10th ETF application, GlobalX, as outlined right here on your screen. So if the SEC decides to delay these filings, then January 10th of 2024 would become the next significant deadline. On this day, the U.S. agency needs to make a decision on the final deadline for ARK Invest Spot Bitcoin ETF app. How many of you believe that we're going to get that ETF green light before January 10th? Let me know. However, as reported, it's important to emphasize the SEC can still approve the other nine ETF filings at any time between now and January 10th. This would still be in line with the agency's strategy of not being a kingmaker. So there you have it, my crypto fam. How do you feel the SEC is likely to play this as the ball is clearly in their court? Do they just approve them all at the same time? Do they give BlackRock the first movers advantage and show a little favoritism? Do they green light the GBTC product being they already have 600,000 Bitcoin on their balance sheet? We also got to keep in mind BlackRock officially reported they started seeding their spot Bitcoin ETF back in October. So they're already stacking them sats. And you already know it's about to get lit with that supply shock with a very minimal Bitcoin on the exchange. They say roughly 1.6 to 1.8 million BTC mixed with massive demand and a supply shock Bitcoin having. Can you say to the moon? Let's go. Now let's dive into our featured story of the day and discuss what will the price of Bitcoin be after the BlackRock ETF approval and the Bitcoin halving in 2024? Let's break this baby down, shall we? And welcome to those just joining us. Make sure to say hello in that live chat. Here we go. Prediction number one, increased 
institutional investment. That's right. One common prediction from top investors is that the introduction of a Bitcoin ETF will lead a surge in institutional investment. Institutions have been hesitant to invest in crypto due to the regulatory concerns and security issues, also a lack of infrastructure. However, the Bitcoin ETF addresses many of these concerns, making it much more likely that institutional money will flow into the market. Now, Mike Novogratz, founder of Galaxy Digital, predicts that the introduction of a Bitcoin ETF will open the floodgates for institutional investment. He believes this will drive up the demand for Bitcoin and in turn push the price higher. Novogratz expects to see the Bitcoin price reach new all-time highs in the post-ETF era. Also, we have Michael Saylor projecting the demand literally doubles to 10x this bull cycle as well. So let me read some of these predictions from you. And then I'm also going to be reading predictions from the top asset managers. Here's Kathy Wood's prediction. We know by the year 2030, she's projecting $1 million per coin. Mike Novogratz also predicting $500,000 per coin. Tim Draper, the billionaire venture capitalist, projecting a $250,000 Bitcoin price target in 2024. We have Standard Chartered. And guess who is the primary shareholder of Standard Chartered? You guessed it. BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager. They're projecting a target of 120,000. We have Pantera Capital, Dan Moorhead, projecting a target for 148,000. We got Tom Lee projecting a target for the king of 180,000. We got Robert Kiyosaki, short-term target for the king, $100,000 per coin. His long-term target is also in the millions. We have Adam Back, who put his money where his mouth is and literally bet that the Bitcoin price will hit $100,000 per coin right before April 2024, with the deadline being March 31st of 2024. We also have Arthur Hayes calling. Actually, he just recently doubled down on a million-dollar price prediction. And who cares what JP Morgan Chase has to say? But a fun fact, if we average these predictions, the Bitcoin price would be around $265,500 per Bitcoin. So there you go. Where do you feel the Bitcoin price action is likely to reach? Do let me know. Next prediction. Let's discuss supply scarcity post-having. Let's go. Bitcoin having events occur, as we know, every four years, reducing the number of new Bitcoins generated through mining. The most recent halving took place in 2020. How many of you were here to witness that 2020 halving? Let me know. And the next one is expected in five months in April of 2024. This reduction in supply typically leads to higher prices, and the increased scarcity makes Bitcoin more attractive to investors. Now, Tim Draper believes the Bitcoin price will surge in the aftermath of the 2024 halving. Draper's predicting Bitcoin can reach a quarter million dollars per coin or even as much as 300,000 per Bitcoin post-halving as the supply shortage intensifies. This prediction is based on the historical patterns observed after the previous halving events, which have consistently driven up the price of Bitcoin. Another thing to consider, it seems every halving, we add another zero to the end of that Bitcoin price. And if we add a zero from today's price action, we're talking about what? 360,000 plus per Bitcoin. Now for prediction number three, enhance regulatory clarity. We have regulatory uncertainty, which has been a significant obstacle for Bitcoin and other cryptos as governments and regulators around the world grapple with how to classify and regulate these digital assets. Thanks to people like No Clarity Gary, it has created uncertainty in the market. The introduction of a Bitcoin ETF could potentially lead to greater regulatory clarity as the ETF would need to comply with established financial regulations. 
That's right. Now, Paul Tudor Jones, the billionaire investor, believes that the approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF will pave the way for a more regulated and secure cryptocurrency market. He predicts that this enhanced regulatory environment will attract more conservative investors, in turn, driving up the price of the king crypto. Regulatory clarity is often seen as a positive development in this crypto space as it reduces the risk of sudden regulatory crackdowns. And now for some predictions from some of the top asset managers in the world as shared here by CoinMarketCap. We know everyone is excited for the spot Bitcoin ETF approval. Here's just some of Bitcoin price predictions if the ETF applications are approved. And let's start right here. Let me know if you can see this clearly right now on your screen. We can see Skybridge Capital. That's Anthony Scaramucci's uh, hedge fund. He's predicting $150,000 to $250,000 for Bitcoin. Then we have Fundstrat, that's Tom Lee's company, uh, projecting a $150,000 target for the King Crypto. Then we have Morgan Creek Capital Management, that's Anthony Pompliano's company, projecting $150,000 for the King Crypto. Then we have Standard Chartered, again, primary shareholder being BlackRock, they're projecting $120,000 target. These are major asset managers, clearly. We have CryptoQuant projecting $73,000 incoming here in the short term. And Matrixport, I don't know why this projection is so low, but it must be very, very here near term, 56,000 per Bitcoin. So let me know if you agree or disagree with some of these bullish price uh, predictions. And let's get back here. We got some more to share with you. Prediction number four, Bitcoin becoming a global reserve asset. Check this out. Institutional investors have traditionally relied on assets like gold and government bonds as safe havens and reserve assets. However, some top investors believe the Bitcoin may emerge as the global reserve asset in the future alongside or even surpassing traditional options. We have Raul Powell, the macro guru, predicting Bitcoin could become the world's reserve currency within the next decade. What do you think that would likely do to the price action? Tell me in that chat. He argues that Bitcoin's digital nature, borderless nature, and scarcity make it an ideal store of value, especially as fiat currencies face inflationary pressure. It begins, I mean, if it begins with uh, Bitcoin to replace traditional reserve assets, its price can reach extraordinary levels. We're talking about multiple seven figures, just saying. Next prediction, increased adoption and integration. One of the most common themes amongst investors is the belief that Bitcoin's adoption and integration into everyday financial systems systems will continue to grow as it continues disrupting the world. The global financial landscape is evolving rapidly and cryptos are increasingly becoming a part of this transformation. Next up, we have Kathy Wood, the founder of ARK Invest, the prominent advocate for disruptive tech, sees a bright future for the king crypto. Wood believes the Bitcoin's integration into traditional financial systems, including the use of blockchain tech in various industries, will drive up the Bitcoin price. Kathy Wood predicts the Bitcoin will become a mainstream asset class with broader acceptance in the years to come, leading to a significant price appreciation. Now, as shared here by CoinGecko, this is actually very interesting because it provides perspective of what we could happen soon to the Bitcoin price. Here's the uh, peak price of Bitcoin for every year since 2015. We peaked at $465 in 2015. The following year, year of the halving, we peaked at $977, double from the previous peak. Then 2017, we had a massive run up, almost 20X. Uh, we peaked at almost $20,000. 
$1,000. That was the year I got involved in Bitcoin. When I entered, Bitcoin was trading at roughly $1,500. And by the end of that year, yes, my mind was blown because I've seen incredible gains my very first year in the biz. Now, 2018, the year preceding the halving, which was considered a bearish year because you know, the bears, bear cycle. We were trading at 18,344, so not too low off the previous all-time high. Then 2019, continued bearish sentiment. We dropped all the way down to roughly $13,000 per coin. Then 2020, the next having event, which occurred, we pumped up to 28,800 as the annual high. Then the year preceding the halving, you're starting to notice the pattern. We hit the all-time high of roughly $69,000 in November. I believe it was November 10th of 2021. How many of you were here in crypto to witness that all-time high price action and all the excitement surrounding price discovery mode? Do let me know. Then last year, unfortunately, we had another bearish year in the cycle, thanks to the collapse of many entities from FTX to Terra Luna, you name it, uh, and we hit 47,000. And year to date, now we're close to 38,000. I think it would be $37,999, which we achieved just a few days ago during our live Watch Bitcoin Price Pump Party. But what's your prediction for Bitcoin's peak price? For this year in 2023, I also want to know your prediction for the peak Bitcoin price for next year in 2024 as per the poll. Now, here's the conclusion from this article. The predictions provided by some of the world's best investors paint a very promising picture for the future of the Bitcoin price after the introduction of the Bitcoin ETF and the halving event of 2024. Increased institutional investment, supply scarcity, enhanced regulatory clarity, and the potential for Bitcoin to become a global reserve asset and the growing adoption and integration into the financial systems all suggest a bullish outlook for the king crypto. Now, I also want to share some more with you. We just got breaking news the other day uh, regarding BlackRock. Check this out. As BlackRock joins the list of ETH ETF applicants, let's look at all the existing Ethereum ETF filings. So as we know, when Bitcoin was breaking out and hit almost that $38,000 new annual high, which is an 18-month high for the price action, they announced launching an ETF for Ethereum, which took some of the market share away from Bitcoin and kind of destroyed that pump. But nonetheless, here are the Ethereum ETF filings from the major companies. We have Van Eck, uh, we have ARC21 shares, we have iShares, which is BlackRock, we have Hashtag NASDAQ Ethereum ETF, we have the Grayscale Ethereum Trust uh, conversion into an Ethereum ETF, as well as Invesco Galaxy with their Ethereum ETF. So there you have it, crypto fam, BlackRock and the institutions, they're coming for your Bitcoin, they're coming for your Ethereum, and they will never depart with it. So I encourage you to please never depart with your precious Bitcoin because it's perfect money. And uh, yeah, it couldn't be more bullish right now as we are halfway through Moonvember and entering 2024 year of the bull. So let's freaking go. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL.